This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, hour two of the Lake Show. And this is a very important message that I want to get across. That I know that in this position that I'm in, okay, um, giving my thoughts, giving my opinions on things, I know the platform that I have, and I know how much it matters and the type of influence and impact that you have on people. I get that. Not everybody's going to love your takes. Not everybody is going to want to, you know, um, sit and talk to you and and, and and debate and be on your side. They'll, they actually, they'll, they'll debate and be on the opposing side, which is, that's a, a genuine debate, right? Like, you're not always going to agree on a lot of different things. And that's good. We should have a back and forth, okay? That's part of what comes with the territory of being in media. But us specifically in the media, we have to be more responsible. We have to. So I'm talking about me. I'm talking about us. I'm talking about us in this specific job, in this arena. We have to be more responsible. And I, and I mentioned this because who was back in the news today? The news cycle today, a lot of it has been revolving around, well, there's so many different crazy things going on. Like Antonio Brown is like in a, in a thing right now with like the police in, in Florida. Yeah, the, standoff. The, the, yeah. The, he's in a standoff with the police. Oh, yes, Antonio Brown, former all-world wide receiver who has seemingly lost his mind. Well, he's lost his mind for years, but he's in a standoff with the police that are trying to execute – um, an arrest for him because of a domestic violence situation. But the other big story that people were tweeting about and talking about and store, stories are coming out now about this interview that Kanye West did with Alex Jones and um, uh, the other guy that's been in the news. Um, Nick Fuentes. Yes, yes, Fuentes. Yes, yep. yes. The um, <laughs> Donald Trump's BFF. No, it's Kanye. Sorry. The white supremacist. Yeah, the guy nobody's heard of. Yeah, him. So they're sitting down with Alex Jones, and I'm not in any way trying to make it seem as though Alex Jones is like some credible source on anything. InfoWars, in my opinion, my opinion, which I'm paid for, is a joke. All right. But he's, he has a platform. They, they he created a platform. And he, you know, he's appealing to a bunch of people. But when I say that we have to be more responsible and we have to take what we say and what we do seriously, 
is there's a significant impact when you're talking on the radio, when you're on television, when you're doing pie, whatever form of media, because there's several different forms of media now, you have to, when you're talking about stories in whatever way, you have to be responsible with how you kind of navigate it. Because there's so much gaslighting that's been going on, and, and there's so much spinning of things that are actually putting people in harm's way. In our country, with racism and anti-Semitic uh, um, statements, it's not good for any of us. I don't care what your skin color is. I don't care what your ethnic background. I don't care what your religion is. None of it's good. So whenever you have um, people that have bigoted opinions and stuff like that, you got to knock that off. And what I mean by knock it off is you just got to you, you, you got to cut off their circulation. Me personally, okay, because there's a difference between free speech and hate speech. Because people people yeah. are confusing the two. I got freedom of speech. When you're when you're doing the hate speech thing, that's mm-hmm. a, that's uh, uh, no fly zone. We're not doing that. This is how I go about it. I know that people say, "Well, these people have a right to their opinion, or they have a right to say whatever." Okay, and I have a right to not give those people oxygen. If I know, period, point blank, that somebody is bigoted. That somebody's belief system is so off the charts bad that's terrible for our community, it's terrible for our environment, terrible for our world. I don't want those type of people on my show. I just don't. There's no redeeming value. I am not the I want to be viral person. Now, are there certain interviews where you give people an opportunity to speak their piece? Yes. Yes, you do. We've had tough interviews on this show before. We just had on Steve Swiggum. Yes. Yep. Okay? And I disagreed with something that he did in terms of what happened at the University of Minnesota Morris. That's that's different. Okay? That was different. And he was on Vanita's show the, like the day before. Mm-hmm. Okay? But you could say Kanye West is on the hotline right now, Chris. And I, and, I, and I mean this when I say this. I'm not just talking. I mean this. Kanye West could call us right now. I'm not putting Kanye West mm-hmm. on. Yeah. I, I, there, there's no value in me putting on somebody like Kanye West. So we have to stop with, with allowing the Kanye Wests of the world and people like that to get on all of these different platforms and just spew out nonsense. But but there are people, Henry, that want to enable this. Like, yes, we can label it hate speech. We look at it as hate speech. There are some people that look at that and claim freedom of speech. Like, there are people who are out there that are like, Kanye is absolutely right. Adolf Hitler, you know, hail Hitler. The, you know, the Holocaust was, you know, was a hoax. All of this stuff. Mm-hmm. There are people out there that don't look at that. And don't consider that hate speech. 
And when you speak out against but that. But when we know that it's hate speech, we're supposed to nip it in the bud. Right. We should. But the problem is there's a there's a percentage of the population that's embracing that. I mean, they're embracing the extremism and like, yes, yes. But this is the thing. If people want to go to InfoWars and do that, that I'm not I'm not doing the InfoWar stuff. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, is so like, for instance, when he went on the Drink Champs, which is put on by Revolt TV and Puff Daddy. Mm-hmm. No, he should not have been put in that situation. The shop, LeBron James. I'm sorry, they LeBron. Wouldn't, they wouldn't even air it. Yeah, but they shouldn't have interviewed they him in the first place. Yeah. That's I, my I, point. Yeah, like, I, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a LeBron fan. Everybody knows I, I like LeBron. LeBron ain't perfect. LeBron's got flaws. LeBron makes mistakes. I'm going to get into something that LeBron talked about here just recently. But they never should have talked to Kanye in the first place. And... and- and while I agree with you on that, like I, I agree with not allowing him the platform, there's always going to be that pushback that's like, well, you want to censor Kanye. It's not a matter of what he says. It's just a matter of you don't like him, so you're censoring him, and you're, you're trying to minimize his opinion. You're trying to minimize his voice. When in reality, it's nonsense. No, it, it, because it, it if is Kanye nonsense. West says that I want to have sex with your 10-year-old daughter— you're not putting him on your show. No, he's getting his hands. I mean, it's just yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I understand. I completely understand. But to say that there's everybody out there is going to be like Kanye West is wrong. You know he's wrong. I know he's wrong. I'd like to think a majority of no, us know that he's no, wrong. I'm not saying that. I know that there are people out there that side with Kanye West. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying though is, from the majority of mainstream media outlets. They have to not give him oxygen. It just I, you, you shouldn't be doing that right but, now. But it's well, he's in the sunken place. He, he he is. I feel like after today, like nah, you don't think so? Because they're, why, they're, why is it after today? What he what he did a month ago wasn't enough. Not for some people. No, I mean the the, the GOP so Judiciary enough? Committee they deleted their tweet that said Kanye. I Elon know, Trump. But, but but this is the point. This is this is you're making my point for me, Chris. Is a month ago it was enough for me. Today you're saying, well, I think I think people keep giving him opportunities to spew nonsense and hate speech. It's it's never enough for some people. No, it's it's not to to some of those people. I. Today, it seems like the, the the feeling I get from what I've seen is that the 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 blowback from Kanye. When you go on Alex Jones Infowars and you make Alex Jones do a double take, you've done something. Today's no, today's no, no different in I, my opinion no, than I, drink chance. No, and that's and, and that's fine. But you start to see there are people that you're like okay, now we're going to condemn Kanye. And to your point, why didn't you do it a month ago? Why didn't you do it several months ago? But it was today that seemed to be it. And the bottom line is Kanye, for as polarizing as he is, he's going to get you attention. It might not be good attention, but sometimes people are out there. I want to get my brand out there. I'm going to give him a platform because people are going to be paying attention. That's the problem. You know, it's 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 it's, it's what this industry is with a lot of people, and it's frustrating. we got to be more responsible. We should never have had a situation where Kanye West goes on any platform and says, I like Hitler. Whew. He was wearing a mask. I mean, it was, that whole thing was just weird. Yeah, terrible, man. Cancel him.
He should have been he should have been done a long time ago. All right, we'll take a break. We got a scoreboard. That's next year on the Lake Show. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show. Shout out to Hakeem Jeffries, the new leader for the uh, in the House for the Democrats, my fraternity brother. I know that our listening audience out there in Somerset, Wisconsin, appreciates that. So shout out to them as well. Oh, Hakeem's badass. Like I, I'm excited, man. You know, Why it, are you such a hater? I'm not. Oh, you didn't get the bit? No, I get the bit. Yeah. Thank you. Thank right. you. Yeah, man. Brother Jeffries, do your <laughs> thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. All right, now it's time for us to do our thing and get into a scoreboard. All right, let's get to it, H. Lake. A fun night tonight in Foxborough as it is the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots. And a, I, I know we joke is about Is that the rivalry that you love? I mean, how can you not like the New England Patriots? I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm so happy that they're back to being competitive. I mean, those poor, poor Boston fans. I mean, they're. Are had, we sure they're competitive? Uh, they're eight and, they're, uh, you know, six and five. I'm just saying because now there's speculation and rumors he, that Tom Brady could go back there. Like, what? Nah, you don't want to do that. Anyway, you've got a, uh, a Nick Bass field goal. From 48 yards, and the Buffalo Bills lead the New England Patriots 3 to nothing. I'd say normally that would be an insurmountable lead, but they're not paying, playing the uh, Vikings. So where Mac Jones threw for 380 yards and two touchdowns, uh, it's disgusting. All right, uh, let's get to the NBA, Lake. There's only one game in progress just underway in the third quarter. The Pistons, without Kate Cunningham, by the way, is dealing with uh, a leg injury. Right now, they lead the Dallas Mavericks 70-67 to as they just got started in the third quarter in Detroit. And uh, Luka, 22 points in that. Bojan Bogdanovic, 17 points for the Detroit. Very underrated player, by the way. Oh, I, I, I love his game. Very, very underrated. He was really good for Utah. Yeah. And now he's good for Detroit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's get to some NHL here, Lake. Across the river... The Minnesota Wild and the Edmonton Oilers, they are scoreless halfway through the first period at the X. Uh, the Avalanche up on the Sabres, 3-2. to two. Eight minutes left to go in the second period there. Devils up on the Predators, five minutes left to go in the second period. Devils up on the Preds, 3-2. to two. Lightning shutting out Philadelphia, 2 to nothing. Five minutes left to go in the second period there. The Golden Knights and the Pittsburgh Penguins are tied at two in Pittsburgh. Six minutes left to go in the second period there. And Hurricanes and Blues scoreless halfway through the first period. Later on tonight, you got the Ducks and the Stars, Canadians and the Flames. Capitals and the the Kraken continue to roll. The Kraken. I know. 14-5-3. Man, what's got into the Kraken? I don't know, man. It's it's These expansion teams, I mean, we saw what Vegas did. Like going to the Stanley Cup Finals in their very first year. Well, this is, but this is for for the Kraken. Though this is year number two, right? Yeah. yeah. But what I'm saying is, yeah. you've got that, and yeah. all of a sudden you've got Seattle. Yeah, real quick in their second year. Yep. Boom. I mean, they're already a force in the Western Conference. Panthers and the Canucks a little bit later on, along with the Coyotes and the LA Kings. So uh, that's what we've got there. Just uh, some college hoops to talk about as well, Henry. Oh, we got a big game going on right now. Yes, we do. Two top ten, top seven. Teams. Yep, eight minutes left to go in the second half right now. The second-ranked Texas Longhorns, 55-44 over the Creighton Blue Jays. And uh, right now, yeah, Creighton with the basketball down by 11. Uh, you've got UConn up on Oklahoma State. UConn, the Huskies, 
eighth-ranked team in the country. And later on tonight, fourth-ranked Arizona, the Wildcats at Utah. Seton Hall, the Pirates are taking on your uh, KU Jayhawks. Rock Chalk! Yeah, at uh, Allen. Hey, Texas, you going to get this work? Eventually, when we get into the Big 12, we run the Big 12. Like the Maples. Yeah, just let Texas have their moment. Man, why you... Deal with, don't, deal with don't, be, don't be mad over there. Miz. M-I-Z. Z-O-U. Okay? Well, trust y'all. Dude, I ain't even talking about Miz. Why are you bringing up... I mean, that's uncalled for. That is really we uncalled Champs out here. That's how we do things. <laughs> yeah. That's how we do... We the truth. Like Anthony Elber said, <laughs> yeah. I'm the truth. <laughs> and 21 ranked at UCLA. <laughs> the Bruins are at uh, Stanford taking on the Cardinal, who... I don't understand Stanford, the Cardinal, but yet their mascot is a tree. I don't understand that because I'm not very smart. I mean, obviously, you they know are because I root for. Yeah, but Stanford, a Cardinal. Last time I checked was a bird. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe I'm way off base. <laughs> I don't know. I went to school in North Dakota State. What the hell do I know? Oh, there. That's, that's going to wrap up the scoreboard coming up next. Taking shots at Mizzou. It's around the NFL on the Lake Show. All right, thanks for listening. Ooh, we we got a touchdown in tonight's game. The Patriots just took the lead seven to three. How you like them apples? Oh man, all over the Bills, all over. Josh Allen overrated. Stephon Diggs. Did you see that cheesiness between Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen? They're like, Happy I Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm yeah. thankful for you. I'm thankful for you too. It's like, oh gosh, were you not thankful for Case Keenum? We're not thankful for us. Man, Come on, Stephon Diggs. On here? Man, I that, that was obviously a shot at us. <laughs> I didn't like it. Hey, speaking of not cool, Stephon. Patriots Bills. It's time to go around the NFL. Ooh, I like that. And caught me off guard, but wow, look at that. There we go. And catch me kind of off guard, but not completely off guard. All right, so here's the deal. The last two weeks have been kind of, you know, there's been an ebb and a flow for the Minnesota Vikings. You get rolled by Dallas a week ago tonight. You look pretty good against New England. Do the Vikings need to prove anything this week against the New York Jets? Prove anything or improve? I said prove anything. To, prove, to still, no. Because, I mean, that, that Jets defense is legit. Like, they are yes. Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner oh. and J.J. Oh, what's going down? Man, that's... That is going to be that might be the toughest matchup all year for Justin Jefferson. Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner's the real deal. Yeah. What do they say? He's he's been truth? he's been a lockdown corner this year. Oh yeah. I I think I don't know, man. I mean, it, it's that's going to be a going. But I think that I think that it's going to be interesting because we need to run the football better, mm-hmm. and we're not going to have Christian Darrisaw. I I hope that he's getting better. I saw him at the Wolves game last night. J.J. was there with his brother, his older brother, um, Jordan, that played quarterback at LSU. And then Christian Darisol was there with someone else. So there were a bunch of Vikings in attendance last night at the uh, Grizzlies game. That's why Ant was showing out, huh? Want to do I mean, Ant just doing his thing, man. I know. Ant being Ant. The Ant man, baby. Everybody's all excited, too, about that tweet. It's like the you know the embrace between Anthony Edwards and Justin Jefferson. We've been done that though. Like, oh, I mean, we had KG and Randy oh. Moss at the same time. Oh, what y'all dude, talking about? People, re- they want this photo. is what we do. They want that photo. It's like, oh yeah. man, I love it. It's like, but, um, uh, yeah. but we have to run the football better. Yeah. We we have to. I'm dead serious. Like, it can't just be okay. Are we going to get an explosive play or two out of JJ? Mm-hmm. 
we got to get some better production out of our offensive uh, running game. Yeah, that, that pass rush for the New York Jets is absolutely legit. They've got the second-best defense in the AFC in terms of points allowed. Surprisingly, the only team that's allowed less are the Denver Broncos. Because the Denver Broncos, I think they average like four points per game. It's ridiculous. Okay, so let's talk about the offensive side of the game. Mike White, 300-plus yards and a couple of touchdowns. I think three touchdowns last week. Two to Garrett Wilson, one to Elijah Moore. This Vikings secondary, you know, it's kind of a soft batch cookie at times. Mm -mm. Can Mike White repeat last week's performance? Can he throw for 300 against his Vikings defense? Uh, No, I don't think so. Uh, Because I think that there's going to be more pressure on him. That he won't have as much time in the pocket to, to you know, to... To, to do what he was doing last yeah, week the, against the, Chicago? The, the Bears didn't put much pressure on. I think like 26%. But also, you know, the running game of the Jets has taken a hit with Brees Hall being out for the year, mm-hmm. which was, that sucks because he, he was looking good. I mean, there's a reason why he was highly touted coming out of Iowa State. Yep. So I don't think that he has, I mean, he might have a decent day against us, mm-hmm. but it won't be like last week. Okay, so let's talk about the strengths here. Yeah, Vikings, I forgot about Garrett Wilson. He's a man. Oh, man. I Mike White, he's a man. He's not for it. Mike White, I feel has just maybe he's unlocked that extra level with this Jets offense. It might be short term, but I mean they were fun to watch last week against Chicago in the rain. By the way, the Vikings offense is obviously their strength. The Jets defense is their strength. The end of the day, who wins? Vikings Jets. Oh, I think the Vikings win this game. I, 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 I think the Jets will be a tough task Mm -hmm. in beating them, but I, I think that we win that. Okay. Like, I, I don't even know what the Vegas line is on this, but I'm going to go, and we're going to get into it with Matthew Collar here at 805. I think the Vikings beat the Jets 24-20. Okay. I think it's uh, right now the Vikings are minus three, which is normally par for the course when you're talking oh, about really? the game. Yeah. Okay. Minus three. So, Makes sense. Yep. And the over-under is 45 and a half. Okay, so let's move on to uh, something else. We know that this game has the potential to be good. Sometimes the slates can really stink in the NFL. They've got good ones. I mean, you got New England and Buffalo tonight. Philly, Tennessee. Kansas City, Cincinnati. Miami versus... They could have flexed a Sunday night damn San game. Fran- Miami versus San Francisco. Who? Which one of those is the best game of the weekend? Well, give me the, give me the games one more time. Philly, Tennessee, yep. Kansas City versus Cincinnati. That's it. Okay. Not Miami That's it. versus Okay. Joe Burrow, it's a revenge game for Kansas City. The last time they played was the AFC championship game, game, right? At Arrowhead, yeah. And they lost. And earlier that in the season was when they played Cincinnati and they beat them. In Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So last year, during the year, they beat Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Then when they ran it back in the AFC Championship game, the Bengals won. And now they're back at it again. And this game's in the jungle. So you got to say probably Kansas City then. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, road teams. So, all right. Well, that uh, that being said, will the winner of the Giants versus Washington game be the third NFC East team in the playoffs? NFC East... You look at who they, I mean, everybody's over 500. The Commanders have won three in a row. Giants mm-hmm. have lost two in a row. But I don't think we're getting a wild card out of the North. I don't think we're getting a wild card out of the South. Maybe Seattle out of the West. But. Oh, Seattle's, Seattle's going to be a playoff team. 
Okay, so Be- because of the way that um, their quarterback's playing, so there's no way that the winner of this Giants Commanders team game, no way either one of those makes the playoffs. I'm not saying that there's no way. I do. Mm-hmm. I do think that Seattle's going to get in there though, because okay. then you probably you you've got Dallas and Philly in the East. Yep. San Fran and Seattle in the West, and then you got the Vikings, and you've got the Buccaneers. But they do have an extra wild card this year. Yeah, they do, that's have, what I'm that th- they do have that third wild card. Which, by the way, the Vikings, now that we're so concerned about that number one seed, they could have had the bye if they would have had the old playoff set up where the top two teams get a bye. Man, NFL's screwing the Vikings. Hey, we're still in the mix for the bye. I know, but I felt dirty rooting for Green Bay you last think that You think the system – I actually wasn't rooting for Green Bay. I was, I was not like everybody else. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't care that much. Oh, I cared. I, I, I was invested, man. I, was, I had my, you know – Tony Marino, Every week we can root against Philly. You know that, right? I know. Like it's not. It's not like you just get. You got to root for the Packers to beat Philly, and then <clears throat> no, but I, everybody else. No, but you. I had, was not rooting for the Packers. You, you but you got to gain a game to get back to even. With Did you Philly. think that the Packers were going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles? No, but I was. Then, ho- then, then why were you rooting for? Them? I was hoping. Oh gosh! I mean, one time. Okay. It's not like I cheated on my team. I just stepped out for a night. Just three hours, and I felt dirty. You know, I've apologized to the Vikings. We've, you know, since made up. What kind of game are you expecting from Deshaun Watson? You know, coming back off of a year and a half suspension. Hey, man. Against Houston, by the way, which I I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect. I mean, you got people that are taking shots at him on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a highlight from practice where he threw a ball and it went through the guy's hands and somebody was like, <laughs> yeah. too much massage too oil. Too much massage oil, yes. I'm like, oh, I'm like, man. I, I, sh- I wish I would have thought of that. And it's got to be going oh. into his head, the, the, the women that are going to be showing up gonna for the game. Yeah. yeah. So I try to predict that. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, I just, this is just, I have no idea what kind of reaction he's going to get, you know, what kind of game he's going to play. Like, this is all... I mean, we've been waiting on this, like to see how this was going to transpire. Very, very interesting with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, still a scumbag. Yeah. All right, coming up next, we've got headlines. That's next here on the Lake Show. All right, it's time for headlines here on the Lake Show. Top of the hour, though. We're going to talk Minnesota Viking football with Matthew Collar at eight oh five. Let's dive into it, man. All right, let's get to it. A.H. Lake, Minneapolis Public Schools could run into financial crisis within the next few years if nothing changes, according to district officials. During a presentation at Tuesday's Finance Committee meeting, district leaders told school board members that the district simply cannot sustain its current spending model based on the declining enrollment. District is also losing COVID relief funding that has artificially padded the bottom line while enrollment has continued to drop. The presentation showed that the district's general fund would go into the red in 2025 with dangerously low levels by the end of 2024. But the district continues to spend too much compared to how it takes in from the state based on uh, per, pu- per pupil allotment from the state, mm-hmm. according to district leaders. Yeah, that it's going to be an issue. A district that I'm that I know well, that I was once a part of. So Minneapolis had to figure some things out. Um. Because, yeah, you know, whenever you look at the kids in the state of Minnesota, there's a certain amount of money that's a lot for each kid. And when you start looking at the enrollment numbers, um, they're going to have some issues. I don't care where you go, whether it's you go to the Hopkins School District, 
Um, you go to Richfield, school district, wherever you go. So Minneapolis, it could potentially mm-hmm. be a financial crisis. They're going to need some really good leadership here over the next year, year and a half to get themselves back on track. It's going to be very interesting how you navigate those yeah. waters for sure. A Democratic member of the House Select Committee investigating the January 2021 Capitol riot said that the panel's work will be released in its entirety later this month so Republicans cannot cherry-pick evidence when they take over the majority. Mm. Quote, uh, Republicans have been pretty clear they'd like to undermine the work we've done, but we're going to prevent that. We're going to release all the information we've collected so it cannot be selectively edited and spun, according to California Representative Zoe Lofgren. Now, pressed on whether that means the committee will release everything, she said that's correct and affirmed that the panel's final report will be released later this month. Mm. Now, Republicans are set to take over the House in January and are certain to dissolve the committee. Its members have signed and uh, signaled in recent weeks that their work is nearing a close. Earlier this week, Chairman Representative Benny Thompson said members are close to putting the pens down. Lofgren also confirmed that the panel will consider whether issue criminal referrals when the members meet on Friday and will discuss what to do about GOP lawmakers who defied their subpoenas. This is going to be interesting. We know that once the GOP is in charge of the House, that that will be the end of it. But that is not the end of the story. It's not the end of the line. So it's going to be interesting to see how all of this plays out. Yeah, and but yes, and we want all the evidence. Absolutely, Put let it, the people. The, every I don't care where you side politically. If you want if the truth, yes, put it out there. Yes, what are you afraid? If of? If you're a Republican, you want it. Yeah. If you're a Democrat, you want it. If if he did nothing wrong, if nothing was wrong, then just put it out there. Yep. Right. I mean, you got nothing to hide. Why not put it out there? To, to me, it makes sense. One thing I will not hide is my disdain for the combination of Pepsi and milk. What? Yes, Pepsi launched a campaign earlier today encouraging customers to try the combination and use the hashtag gross. Pilk and Cookies. I, dude, how gross. I don't even want to put Pilk into my Google search because I don't know what's going to come up. But they want to showcase their Santa-friendly concoctions. Now, those who are participating in the online challenge running through Christmas Day will have the chance to win cash. Quote, combining Pepsi and milk has long been a secret hack among Pepsi fans, said Todd Kaplan in a statement about the campaign. That's just gross. I just, oh. I've never heard of that. I kind of want to throw up in my mouth. Just, just, well. It probably, whatever you would throw up with Pepsi would probably be better than milk and Pepsi. By the way, the hashtag. Pepsi plus milk. Pilk. Pilk and cookies. Pilk and cookies. I'm going to have to clean out the browser. Okay, I'm going to put Pilk into the Google. Wow, look at you. Oh, here we go. I'm going to get gutsy. It's about to get dicey. Pilk. No, because I'll get like hacked with malware or something. Hey, maybe the year of the rabbit came early, but Bad Bunny was Spotify's most streamed artist worldwide in 2022, his third year in a row. Now he once again dominated Spotify to wrap the streaming service's yearly roundup of artists and songs that users spend the year listening to. I'm sure you've seen it. At nauseum. I cannot tell you. I couldn't tell you one of his songs. No. I don't either. I just remember that he was in WrestleMania last year. And, and I mean, he, Bad Bunny. Are you a fan? Of, of what he did. He, he seems like he's got a good personality. Yeah. Oh, he's got a great personality. He took it seriously and he worked and he was really, really good. Like sometimes celebrities do it and you're like, ah, as my daughter would say, that's cringe. Bad Bunny delivered. Did he? That's good. Because he he respects it, and when you've got somebody that respects it, he took it seriously. It was great. But yeah, I, I had no idea that 
Bad Bunny was as big as he I don't know one of his songs, but I can tell you all about it. I don't either. I can tell you all about his WrestleMania match last year. I just know that he was in, in a couple of those commercials, too. With I know about him in terms yeah. of like he's an artist. And he was in one of those uh, Corona commercials with Snoop. But other than that, I couldn't, okay. I couldn't name a track. You know, right. Were they selling Pilkin cookies? <laughs> no, they weren't. <laughs> Coming up next, Matthew Kyler is talking Minnesota Viking football with Mr. Purple Insider. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.